there's something that happens on the internet that is, well, disgraceful at best. We all think that because art or images or photos or comics are on the web, that they're ours for the taking. Even I made that mistake early in my blogging career. Turns out, not the case at all. Just because you can find it with a simple Google search does not mean you can take it and make it your own. It does not mean you can use it in your marketing or on your website and not compensate the person or business for its creation. Coca-Cola has an entire department dedicated to hunting down people and organizations that use their brand without permission because it's theft, plain and simple. When you take something off the internet and use it without credit or compensation, you're in effect stealing someone else's work. It may not be egregious or intentional, but it still can hurt the person or organization whose work you've taken as your own. And so that's what we're talking about today on the Spin Sucks podcast, the mistakes in your strategy that will come back and bite you. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. The first mistake I want to talk about is a really understandable one, and it's also a hot topic among social media community managers far and wide. It's about dun, 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 comments. You know the kind, the ones that are critical, maybe unfair, and take a lot of time and energy as you search for a professional, non-emotional response. Kind of like the time I released some videos, which I hate to do because video is not my forte, and a bunch of men ganged up on me about everything from the color of my hair to the light fixture in my dining room. So yeah, that was fun. But I like to practice what I preach and respond, if only so everyone else knows we're paying attention. Spending that time and energy can be costly both in dollars and in your feelings, let's be real. And sometimes the comments are completely and totally unfair. But if you don't respond at least once, you're letting other people tell the story of your brand. You know the cartoon of the dog who's typing away on his computer and it has the caption that says, no one knows who you are on the internet? That's what we're dealing with here. That means if someone who doesn't know you yet sees a difficult or negative comment and that there's been no response, it's not a great look. It erodes the trust that you work so hard to build. That's why we always recommend to respond at least once, even if it's just to say you hear them and will be following up privately. It lets them know you've noticed them and more importantly, lets the rest of the world know that you're present and paying attention. Here's what it looks like from the user end when a brand doesn't bother to reply back. I have a friend who is also a SpinSux community member who emailed a famous author to ask some questions about his book and to invite him to a podcast interview. Because the author's big message in the world is that you have to be rid of all distractions, he never responded to my friend's email. So she took it to social media and tweeted him. He does have a Twitter account. Nothing. Then it became a challenge. Could she get him to respond? The answer, as it turns out, is a resounding no. There's a fine line between staying on message and ignoring people who can and will help you build that message. All right, moving on. The next mistake on the list is assuming that other people care as much about what you create as you do. This sounds a little harsh, but a lot of clients and a lot of communications professionals too assume that when they put a lot of time and effort and thought into a marketing or content campaign, a proposal, a video, heck, even a podcast episode, that people are going to eagerly consume it and tell all of their friends. They won't. 
I mean, some of you might, and thank you for sticking it out with me. But for the most part, you have to promote everything you create and you have to directly ask for the kind of engagement you want. This is a lot less fun than creating things and can take as much time, if not more. But your blog posts, your website, your presentations, your workshops, your podcasts, your videos, none of that will do much for you if you just build them and wait. We all want to be recognized for our brilliance, but the audiences we're creating for are busy people with many demands on their attention. You have to provide a compelling reason for them to check out what you create, no matter how good it is. Finally, let's talk about forgetting that people are people. This happens when you have slightly higher expectations of others than you might have of yourself. Do you find yourself irritated that emails take forever to get a response? Are you upset when someone misses a deadline? Do you feel frustrated by all the people asking questions that are clearly answered right on your website? I used to joke that I was going to wear a shirt that says, yes, there will be a recording every time we did a webinar because even though I said it a million times during said webinar and in all online communication, people still ask me if there would be a recording. It can be irritating when you have to wait forever to get a response and upsetting when you feel like you can't rely on people and frustrating when people are asking you to essentially repeat work you've already done for them. But have you ever been late on a response? Have you ever missed a deadline? Be honest. Have you ever wanted a personal response because you felt like your situation is just different enough to warrant it? If you can justify and explain and understand that your intentions are always good, you should try as much as possible to do that for other people too. People are people and none of us are great at everything all the time. We very unfortunately make mistakes, and maybe we don't look carefully enough before reaching out for support or asking if there will be a recording. It happens. And unlike when someone goes and steals something you created and tries to pass it off as their own, it's usually not malicious. It's just being human, and they're hopefully doing the best they can. Most people just need a reminder that just because it's on the internet, it's not free for the taking. Just because it's on the internet doesn't mean there's not a human being behind it. So when you're annoyed by the way people seem to be treating you, give yourself a few minutes to relax, take a deep breath, and be nice. Maybe if you're like me, you could change the color of your hair and the light fixture in your dining room to appease those people. Or not. (laughs) Maybe not. Actually, when we are those things, when we give ourselves some time to relax, take a deep breath, and we're actually nice, it can go a long way to preserving your relationships, business, and otherwise. If, however, someone is stealing from you, I live in Chicago and I can help you find a hitman or at least send a poop bomb. Now it's your turn. Have you ever made any of these mistakes? Have companies or brands you know and love made them? How did it feel? What happened? And if you made a change, did you see any benefit from doing so? You can find us on Facebook by searching Spin Sucks. Or if you want to take things to the next level, join the best community of communicators on the web in the Spin Sucks community. Check out spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. Next week is a special week for Spin Sucks. It's our podcasting anniversary and we have a special episode lined up. We'll see you then. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 